The healthcare sector has been under significant attack by hackers in recent months. So what can healthcare entities do to shore up their defense and detection of cyber attacks and prevent breaches? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Rob Potter, Vice President, Public Sector at Symantec. Rob will be discussing cyber threats and the security challenges facing the healthcare sector. So, Rob, what's changed over the last year in terms of the cyber landscape facing the healthcare sector these days? Well, I think I think the biggest thing that's changed is that uh, the healthcare market and the industry has become more aware that they are a target. Right? I think you see some of the reports come out of the government. You're seeing more reports come out of companies like Symantec with our Internet Security Threat Report, where we're identifying that we're seeing more and more attacks uh, targeting the healthcare industry. And you're seeing some of these these breaches that are happening with some of the larger organizations that are starting to show that this information is able to criminals. And, uh, and they're starting to target this environment. So I think that the number one thing is just the visibility and the awareness that it's a target. I think the second thing is that, you know, you, you still continue to have organizations out there that are geographically challenged, right? We've got these major hospitals in, in certain areas that, that have doctors and localized medical centers that they don't have the infrastructure to build robust security platforms around their geographically based center. And they have a dependency on some of these larger hospitals and larger providers to help them have access to healthcare information systems such as the patient record systems or even personnel type systems. So I think those two things right now are probably the two biggest challenges that we're seeing or at least changes that we're seeing in the landscape of the threat for the healthcare market. So in terms of the biggest challenges that you think the healthcare sector is facing, what's giving them the hardest time in terms of defending against these cyber attacks? So really I think the hardest thing right now is is just the, the, the manpower. There's a significant shortage in, in the number of analysts and skilled people that we have in this arena, right? It takes a lot of skill and knowledge to be able to look at the massive amount of information that comes in from the different alerting mechanisms inside your security stack and how do you determine what bad and how do you determine the prioritization of different alerts that you're getting in a system. So I think the number one challenge is just the the workforce. It's just not as available as it needs to be, especially in areas where you have healthcare organizations in very rural parts of the country. The second part of it, though, is, is an education piece. I mean, you know, security is not cheap, right? Security is an investment you have to make to protect your environment. And I think in many cases, one of the things that I commonly hear is that all hospitals have a common prioritization in their goals, and that is how do they make sure that their patients get the best care and experience when they're at their facility. The second thing that's a priority for them is how do they make sure that the doctors that are providing that care to those patients have the best ability to do that in a way where they can have access to the most knowledge. Those two things are sometimes in conflict with security. So the challenge is how do you communicate the importance of a secure and locked-down environment that is also trying to deliver the best possible patient experience as well as enabling you know, the practitioners that are delivering the, the, the health care to, to the patient, right? And so I think those two areas right now are proving to be the most challenging area in healthcare. Do you have any suggestions on how healthcare organizations can better respond to that, improve their breach detection, their defenses? Is it a matter of not having enough personnel? Is it a matter of not 
implementing the correct technologies? What do you think might be going yeah. wrong, and how can they correct that? Well, I think you're seeing it evolve in the market itself right now with the solution. I mean, we're seeing more and more our managed service capabilities in the healthcare market have grown significantly, right? So so the, the organizations are becoming aware that they have this staffing problem. They're looking for ways that they augment that health. And in augmenting that health, they're also looking for capability that can be delivered. So we've got a lot of hospitals today that look to Symantec and leverage our managed service capabilities and our managed SOC capabilities to where we are actually redirecting traffic to us. We're watching that traffic. We're monitoring that traffic. And then we have a robust number of analysts that are highly skilled that are looking at these threats and then letting the customer know, when is this really serious? When, when do we need to actually put boots on the ground? When do we need to have people in your facilities to go and, and engage in this battle, the unfortunate event that there's an attack actually going on? So I think you're seeing, in some cases, you're, you're seeing the, the healthcare industry recognize they need this help, and they're reaching out and looking for companies like Symantec that are coming up with innovative ways to provide this through some type of a service model. I think the other thing you're seeing is beginning to be a lot more trust in these very qualified uh, security professionals that are in these hospitals. And, and when I say you're seeing more trust, I hear more and more how CISOs and CIOs are actually presenting in front of board at hospitals. That, to me, is a great sign because what that's doing is it's showing that the board is becoming educated, that security is an important factor, and there's a trust being put in these highly qualified people that have been hired to go in and protect these environments. And by giving them that exposure to the board, what you're doing is you're elevating the need for what they need to do, and that is they need to continue to invest in capability that gives them better visibility or gives them better alerting that they then can look at themselves or share with a service provider like us and have our analysts be able to read that information and tell them where they have real threats. As you work with clients in the healthcare sector, what are the biggest evolving threats that you think the sector is facing, and how should these healthcare entities be better prepared to deal with these threats as they emerge and evolve and morph, and where are they coming from, these threats? They're coming from all over, right? If you've got malicious actors that, that want to get into a hospital and, and do something that is going to create panic, it's going to create problems in that environment because... They, they can do it. And then you have others that want to be in there that are actually looking to reach some financial benefit. So they're looking for patient information or they're looking how they touch a system and, and steal some of the finances in terms of the financial transactions that are going on. And then you have the real scary stuff, right? You've got people that are planning calculated types of approaches to go disrupt communities or disrupt the everyday life that we have in America. And so I think when you look at those different areas of who's trying to get in there, then the challenge becomes, how are they trying to do it? And so I think where you see criminals, the criminals are trying to get in there to, to figure out how do they get into these financial systems, how do they get into patient information systems. And I think a lot of the, the large uh, electronic patient companies are doing a good job, and we, we integrate with a number of them on their security front. I think also, though, you're seeing a huge impact from the Internet of Things. And, and I think that's an overused word, but in, in the hospital arena, it's very real. I mean, we're seeing many devices in the healthcare market now become internet ready and they're becoming connected devices. So you have pump machines, um, you, you've got uh, x-ray machines, you've got all types of devices now today that previously were not connected. And now you're seeing things like people's pacemakers being updated electronically. So 
I think when you start to think about each one of those devices and the ability that that device has to be compromised, then it becomes even scarier, right? Because now you've got not only to worry about your financial systems and your patient information systems, but now you have to actually worry about the infrastructure that delivers that quality of service, and that has a direct impact on on the ultimate goal of the hospital, which is how do we make sure that our patients have the best possible experience they can. So with that said, Rob, how is Symantec responding to these growing cyber threats, these scary cyber sorts of things that are facing the healthcare sector? How has your company changed in light of this? We've made some significant changes, uh, candidly. I mean, I think the first thing is it's been very public. We, Our board and our CEO made a great decision that um, we needed to focus on security. And so the first big step we made was we've We've separated the company. We've got the, the Veritas business unit, which handles our information management. It's going to go off and focus on that. And our security business is now going to focus on security. The other thing that we've done is you know, Mike Brown made it clear that we're going to have a, a focused direction around uh, better utilizing our threat intelligence that we have in the market and taking that threat intelligence to deliver better services to our customers. And I think Ultimately, you know, we've changed our model to not only think about how do we sell products that we can deliver to customers and have those customers install on-prem in their environment, but we're also now looking at how do we take the strong capabilities we have in our company that differentiate us and deliver those capabilities to our customers in some type of a service model. And that's whether we do it through our managed services practices or whether we do security as a service in the cloud. I think we are now beginning to see our shift in the multiple platforms where we can deliver this capability and add more value to our customers. Any predictions for information security and privacy trends in the healthcare sector as we look towards 2016? I think the the biggest prediction is is already starting to happen, right? You're already reading in the news about these medical devices that are now, there's people showing how they can be compromised. I think the awareness around the medical device market in, in that industry, I think you're going to see that get raised very, very high. I think that having the trust in the infrastructure in the hospital is, is a critical thing. Right? When I'm a patient, I want to know that the information the doctor's putting into the system as it, as it goes down to the nurse who's delivering, delivering my medication and, and delivering that quality service to me, that trust, that system's integrity is there. And then once that, that medication gets put into a pump machine or once my images have to come up under some type of MRI or some other type of imaging system, I want to have the trust that that's my image or I want to have the trust that the right amount of a drug is being pumped into me. I think you're going to see a lot of awareness around that. I think NIST has been very active in this area from a federal perspective. I can tell you that Symantec has a thought leader in, in uh, Axel Worth in this area, and he's been very active in this. But I think that's going to be the biggest area that changes in, in the coming, I'd say, 12 to 18 months. Outside of that, I think you're also going to see that we're going to begin to, to look at, I think, patient information, not only as private information where you want to control what's being done to you in a hospital, but I think we're also going to begin to recognize that that's also valuable financial information. And, you know, as you, as you begin to look at some of the collections of data that are going on so that people can put pieces of data together to try and breach the way that they log into some knowledge-based systems, that information is going to be recognized as more and more valuable, and that's only going to put these medical providers in, in closer to the center of the target. So I think those are the two areas that I see 
the biggest change in. I don't see a significant change in the manpower challenge because, frankly, it's a geo problem for a lot of these hospitals, and it's also an education problem. You know, we as a nation have to figure out how we get more kids involved in STEM. As we are not doing that, we're not going to have as many technical resources coming out that, that can help to become analysts. So I think manpower will continue to be a challenge in the future. I'm not sure we've got a clear roadmap on how to solve that one. Do you think that there's technologies within the security arena that can help take care of the fact that there's simply not enough people to deal with these issues? I have this conversation a lot, and, and the position that I take on this is I think there's a lot you can automate in the security process. You know, at the end of the day, you can take probably 80 to 90% of your environment, and you can have some sort of automation where I can, can monitor, I can detect, and I can remediate in an automated capacity. The reality is, though, when you start to look at that final 10%, the human factor has to be there. I mean, you're at that point, you're in the battle of, and you're engaged between your analyst and the person that's trying to compromise your environment. I don't, at this point in time, see anything in the near future that says that that last 10% can be a fully automated process. I think we can have a lot of capability in the stack that will help to expose that information quickly to an analyst, and it would help them understand more about the anomaly that's happening in the environment in an automated way. But ultimately, in the end, in that final 10% of threats, and I would put most of the zero-day type things inside that arena, you need the skilled person, and that's one of our strongest values. We've got some great people in our security operations centers, and their ability to identify this stuff and narrow it down and, and help our customers minimize the exposure and the exfiltration of information, that's where it's critical. And I, I just don't think we'll ever see a point in time where we can completely remove the human factor in how we combat against our enemies in cybersecurity. Thanks, Rob. I've been speaking to Rob Potter. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.